Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. It's so great to have you here, and I'm so happy to be back after taking a week off from the podcast. So it's kind of interesting and hopefully relatable that I missed last week because the episode I was going to bring you was all about perfectionism. And funniest thing about that, my week got busy, and because I hadn't quite finished roughing out exactly what I wanted to say, I ended up skipping recording the podcast altogether rather than just doing what I know I can do, which is winging it sort of, with a plan, but more or less winging it, and maybe talking about something else other than perfectionism. Just find a way to put something out there that's useful and connects me each week with you, my listeners, which is always my goal. (laughs) So my own experience here shows you exactly the point I was going to make last week, which is it's great to have high standards for ourselves, and it's drummed into us at a very young age to get good grades, straight A's if we can. But as adults, especially when we're juggling a lot of responsibilities and living real lives, not trying to impress a teacher or a college admissions board, trying to get an A in everything we do actually doesn't serve us. It undermines us. It keeps us from putting ourselves out there and doing work that maybe isn't perfect, but in most cases is good enough. Now, I and maybe you too know this intellectually, but that programming we receive as children is deep. And as adults, we really don't like to fail or even get a C plus. That's why so many people don't follow through on things they'd like to do, whether it's hosting a dinner party or writing a novel. Unless you have absolutely nothing else going on in your life and unlimited time, these efforts usually involve making mistakes and even some failure. But it's the effort, ultimately, that's going to help us have the experiences we want to have. When I was taking radio classes in my master's program at Columbia School of Journalism, I had a couple of professors who had begun their careers around the 1960s, and one of the catchphrases popular during that time with young people who were against the Vietnam War was, make love, not war. Well, in the radio lab, where I and my fellow students would work on our student radio news show, when we'd get close to deadline, and we'd all start getting nervous about whether we'd actually complete our pieces in time for the show, my professors would start shouting out, make air, not art. In other words, lower your standards so that you can get your piece finished and on the air. The story needs to be accurate, but quit trying to craft a perfect, award-winning piece of prose. Because at the rate you're going, it's not going to get on the air at all. Make air, not art. When I became a professional radio journalist just a short time later, make air not art became one of my mantras, because I am definitely someone who is often plagued by perfectionism. And when I say plagued, I do mean plagued or sickened, because it really is so draining, and it can literally make you sick, exhausted, and utterly useless if you let it take over. What is perfectionism exactly? You may know the work of Brene Brown. She's a writer, an academic, famous for her TED Talks, and she's become very well known for her studies around perfectionism, shame, vulnerability, and other things that keep us stuck. 
In her work, she draws a stark distinction between perfectionism and its much healthier cousin, which is simply striving to be your best. She says a lot of times when people are trying to achieve perfection, it's really not about healthy achievement. It's not about personal growth. It's actually a fear-based way of being, a way we try to shield ourselves from the pain of judgment, blame, or shame. In other words, perfectionism is a sneaky way our brains try to prevent us or delay us from actually putting ourselves out in the world. Our brain is trying to keep us safe and in the familiar, and that means staying the same and not being vulnerable. So how do you know if you're in the throes of a destructive perfectionistic mindset? Well, next week, I am going to talk about that in part two of this episode. This is the part that I was originally going to give you last week, but didn't because of my perfectionism. With that episode, just like this one, I will do my best to heed my professor's advice to make air, not art. And this week, I encourage you to do the same. Whether it's baking a cake or writing an email, yes, do your best in the moment, check your work, but remember that for most things in life that we do, especially as adults, we're not being graded for our performance. It's more important to get the work out there, to get the experience and to practice. Go back and edit and improve upon it if we can, but not at the expense of our showing up altogether. I hope that helps. Come on over to my show notes for a few more helpful articles on perfectionism. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you next time for part two of this episode. Hey, a quick note about those of you who are interested in coaching. I'm a certified coach who works with people who are quiet, shy, introverted, or a mix of all that, and I help them stop doubting who they are and what they can accomplish with their unique strengths and talents. If this is something you'd like to explore, please contact me for a free 20-minute consultation. You can find out more on my website. The address is yourbeautifulbaggage.com coaching. Hope to see you soon.